The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what had been said through Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. On those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. He went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and curing every disease and illness among the people. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, who would ever think that taking the trash out at night could be a life-changing experience? But when I was 12 or 13, taking the trash out at night at my parents' house, it became just that, leaving an impression on me that I can still go back to now nearly 20 years later. At first glance, when I'd stepped out, I, I caught a glimpse of something in the sky. And I thought, well, <clears throat> maybe your eyes are deceiving yourself. And so I, I decided to just give myself a little more time for my eyes to adjust. And when it happened again, I was mesmerized. Because just above the horizon, I saw this little flash of light. And so going inside, I, I decided to research it. And sure enough, it, I'd heard of this phenomena before, but this little green light had no business being in the south-central Kansas sky. I had received a glimpse of the aurora borealis. And just that little glimpse caused me to, even now, this little spark, to investigate it and to now desire, 20 years later, to see it in its fullness. But the people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. For us today... On this day in 2023, we must not forget that even in a world of darkness, even in a world of darkness, the opportunity for this moment in our life to have an impression upon us can be just as easy as taking out the trash at night. All it takes is a small little flash, something small to pique our interest, to make us act on that and then we then can see and be moved to places that we've never been before. On this Word of God Sunday, we're reminded that the very light, the light of Jesus Christ, who comes to us, yes, in the sacrament, comes to us also through the Word. The Word become flesh. 
Jesus comes to us to make himself known to us through the scriptures. And there's a great power in just a little flash of that scripture. Even in a word or a phrase from scripture, our heart can be moved. The late Pope Benedict XVI told us, the word of God is the true light. The word of God is the saving truth. And I remember for myself, when I was in college, all it took was one portion of Psalm 16. I will show you the path to life, the fullness of joy in your presence, at your right hand, happiness forever. Trust me, I needed that quote in order to get through architecture. Those times that I had in in college that I had those experiences that were not happy, that were not fun, that were stressful, that verse gave me a confidence that God was guiding me. And it was a trust that I put in Him. But that doesn't mean that I didn't just take that quote and leave it to the side at times. Right? For us to have this experience or this encounter with God and His written Word means that we can't just see it and walk away from it. But like I did that night, we have to act upon it. We have to be moved to act because we can't let this light sit under a bushel basket our stack of laundry, or our stack of textbooks in our room. Rather, our experience of God should change us like it did the apostles in the gospel today, who after seeing Christ, encountering Christ, and being invited by him to something more, dropped everything to follow him. And that's what St. Paul says today in our second reading. Yeah, he's talking about his ministry, but all of us by our baptism are called to the same exact thing. Paul says, I did not come so much to baptize But he says to preach the gospel and not with the wisdom of human eloquence. But I think when you you hear a priest, when I was in your shoes and I heard a priest say, you got to preach the gospel, I thought, I don't want to be like that guy that stands on a chair in the oval shouting scripture. But that's not what it is. And you don't have to be a perfect orator. Rather, you have to have the glimpse. You have to cherish it. And only then are you able to share it. Jesus Christ is calling all of us to do exactly what Paul did. And why does Paul say that he does it? So that the cross, the very salvific work of Christ, his work for all people may not be emptied of its meaning. And this mission of receiving the light and becoming a light for others is something that Jesus showed us how to do. Right? Because even after Jesus is in the town of Capernaum, which our gospel said he went to today, what's one of the next things that happens? He's healing people. He's curing them at at Peter's mother-in-law's house. And then what happens? He walks out into the desert. And his apostles say, Jesus, but but so many people are waiting for you to heal them. And you know what he says? He doesn't say, well, I I, know how to go back then. No, he says, that's not why I came. I came to proclaim the kingdom of God. Jesus knew that his name, his scripture the proclamation of the kingdom was going to save more lives than he could do by healing them. And we know that because we say that. So do we believe it at Mass? Because right before we say, right before we receive communion, we say, only say the word and my soul shall be healed. The word of God sheds light on human existence and stirs our conscience to take a deeper look at our lives, as Pope Benedict XVI reminds us. This happened for me. This is exactly what the Aurora Borealis did to me. It shed a light 
and sparked an interest, stirring me to desire something far greater than that first experience. And for each and every one of us, Scripture offers an even greater experience, an even greater light. So number one, make Scripture a part of your life. It doesn't have to be something grand. If you haven't done it yet, I challenge you, as I did last year, to do the Bible in a Year podcast with Father Mike Schmitz. Listen to it, students, on your way to class. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to sit down in the chapel and listen to it. Oh, that's a great option. But to just cherish and hear the Word of God for the first time. Allow it to bring understanding to your life. If that's too much, then maybe just pick a little piece of Scripture each day. Right? I'm going to start publishing, either in the bulletin or as I did this Sunday, just a little slip of the upcoming week's gospel. If you just sit with it, pray with it once, and give our Lord time to use those words to speak to where you're at in your life, to move from just vocal prayer, which a lot of us are caught in, and move deeper into meditative prayer where God can speak exactly to where you're at, your life will begin to change. And the darkness of your life will find new meaning and new light. And if you want to go even a step further, some of our leaders are beginning to form Bible studies this semester. Some of our student leaders. Sign up for it, accept their invitation to delve deeper, to begin praying with Scripture. Because my brothers and sisters, take a step out of your norm and accept the invitation because Jesus longs to dispel the darkness of your lives and allow you and others through you to experience a great light. Jesus said in in chapter 10 of Matthew's Gospel, But I tell you in the dark, utter in the light. And what you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. What wasn't expected to be seen in Kansas awoke a thirst in me. A task as easy and as simple as a household chore can be all the difference between living in the dark as a Catholic merely by name and the difference between that and being called into and becoming a light of God for others. A light of God who enlightens and lightens our hearts by his saving word, Jesus Christ, come in the flesh.